This episode is brought to you by Alpha Graphics of Sheridan, the premier resource for businesses looking for professional printing and marketing services. They specialize in large format printing, promotional items, brand strategy, and many more aspects that benefit any business. We've used Alpha Graphics for our business cards, stickers, and our big Go Be Wild banner in our studio. Give them a call today at 307-674-6277 or visit them at 1235 North Main Street here in Sheridan, Wyoming. Today's episode is brought to you by Fly Sheridan, operated by SkyWest Airlines. Save time, fly local, fly Sheridan. They have a newly remodeled terminal and construction for additional parking underway. Sheridan is quickly becoming one of the busiest airports in the region. Book your direct flight to Denver today via united.com. Fly Sheridan. Back to the interview. Welcome back to another episode of Go Be Wild. I'm your host, Aaron Gray, and today in studio, two special guests. Uh, I've known Jennifer for a long time, and we'll talk about uh, kind of, you know about that history here in a little bit, but we have uh, Whitney Benefits in studio today to talk about student loans, what the foundation does, the history of the foundation, um, and so to the left is Jennifer DeStefano, the student loan administrator for Whitney Benefits, and then to her left is Sarah Summers, administrative assistant. Sarah, thanks for setting this up. You and I were emailing back and forth and thanks for coming in this morning. Thanks for inviting us. Yeah, absolutely. I'm kind of excited to hear a little bit about the history of um, the foundation and and then we'll kind of get into everything you guys do. But, um, you know, what is the mission of Whitney Benefits? Oh, that's a great question. So Whitney Benefits is an educational foundation and our mission is defined from the will of Edward A. Whitney. And Edward A. Whitney died back in 1917. And according to his will, the foundation was established 10 years afterwards. And that was based on how large his investments grew. And so in 1927, the foundation began. And in short, the mission is to establish three areas. The first is the interest-free student loan program that Jennifer runs. The second is to create a community center within the city limits of Sheridan. And then the third is to fund an agricultural college in Sheridan, which of course now is Sheridan College. Awesome. Very cool. So it came out of his will, 1927. Um, Well, let's just jump right into all three of those missions then, since we have Jennifer here. So interest-free student loans. Interest-free student loans. What is that? So we provide, um, so our foundation provides interest-free student loans to the students in Sheridan and Johnson County um, for either academic or vocational loans. So if you graduate from a Sheridan or Johnson County High School, so KC, Buffalo, Arveda Claremont, Sheridan, Bighorn, or Tongue River, um, or if you have received your GED or your um, high set from in Sheridan or Johnson County, or if you have been a long-term Sheridan County or Johnson County resident, which is seven years or longer, then you qualify to apply for an interest-free student loan with Whitney. Um, we've been doing this since 1927. 
Um, we've loaned funds to over 6,000 students and just a little over $48 million since 1927. Um, I've been working at Whitney for almost 13 years um, with the student loan program and it's it's extremely gratifying. It's it's really fun. Um, we students are, like I said, students are able to borrow either for academic programs or vocational programs. So um, up to a total of a $40,000 lifetime limit, students can borrow up to $24,000 for um, undergraduate studies or for vocational studies, and then it goes up to 40 for graduate school. Awesome. Sorry, I'm writing all these notes down. So over 6,000 <laughs> students, $48 million. Yeah. Um, that's all interest-free. Interest-free. And then uh, for undergrad or vocational, 24 grand. And then if you're, your total that you could get, so you could get an additional um, 16. 16 for a, a ma you know. A, a master's. Yeah, mm -hmm. master's, so 40,000. Um, we have quite a few students that even, they don't borrow anything for undergraduate. And then, you know, maybe they're going on for a gra to graduate school, maybe a doctor or a lawyer, or even just, you know, education or something like that, receiving their master's degree um, or a higher degree um, that borrow up to the $40,000 based on whatever the cost of their program is. Awesome. What about like lic licenses like, uh, like PT, physical therapy? Uh, I guess that would count, right? That or is like, graduate school. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Um, that's fantastic. So again, if you're a Sheridan, Sheridan or Johnson County high school grad, GED, or a resident, mm -hmm. um, you can qualify for that. Yes. Um, how has that program changed over the history? Since you know, obviously starting in 1927, right. I would imagine the uh, price tags have probably changed a little bit. Yeah. I mean, when I first started doing Whitney loans, um, it was. It was, everything was paper. Everything, you know, we had a paper application. Students used to come in and they would sit down for an interview with me and I would just kind of talk to them about their plans, where they were gonna go, um, what their thoughts were about how they were gonna pay for school. Um, and since I've been there, we've actually moved to an online student loan application. We've done away with the interviews. Um, students, how much they could borrow was based on what their est estimated family contribution was on the FAFSA. Um, we went away with that um, just because because it was easier to say, okay, everybody can borrow 24,000 for undergrad. So it's limited now to, so it's 6,000 per academic year. Um, and then, so 3,000 per semester or up to $2,000 per quarter, depending on where you go to school. Um, and that could always change too. You never know. I mean, the board at some point in time could decide that, you know what, we need to do more than $24,000 a year. Sure. Or excuse me, total for yeah, undergraduate. To total not, for not undergrad. A year, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Right. Um, as yeah. prices go up, it could be 24,000 well, yeah. a year. Yeah. I mean, it just, it just, it just, yeah. I mean, it's, it's always changing. I mean, the cost of an education is not cheap. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's amazing to me, the cost of education. I've got two girls in college right now and yeah. I, I shudder every time I see yep. how much, you know, when we got to write checks, it's crazy. Yeah. No, that's awesome. No, that's great. Well, and it's, it's, it's good to hear, you know, the FAFSA, you know, the seeing how much your parents contribute and stuff. Cause that's always a hard thing for people when they're applying for loans. Very hard. Um, some parents, you know, might make a lot, but that doesn't mean they're actually, you know, helping that student or any, you know, whatever. So the there's a lot of situations. We had to do the FAFSA for my oldest daughter. You know, I, I just looked at that amount that it said that we were expected to contribute or that we were estimated to contribute. Right. And I was like, where is that going to come from? Mm -hmm. Where is that going to come from? Don't you wish the government wish. would tell you that? Uh, yes, <laughs> I do. I do. Um, so just getting back to the interest-free yes. portion of it, Sarah did this really neat infographic about the cost of a student loan based on um, 
if you borrowed the full $24,000 from Whitney versus if you borrowed 24,000 from an interest bearing loan, like a federal loan, federal subsidized loan at 3.73% interest, which is a typical interest rate of what we're doing right now. And I'll email this to you as well, Aaron, that way you have it. I saw it on social media. So I was going to try and pull it up. Yeah. It's so interesting to me because, you know, kids, you know, they, they, a lot of times kids don't think about that. You know, they don't think that they just want the money and they want it now. And they don't really think about what, what they're going to have to do later on down the road, how they're going to make, you know, make those payments. And, and that's something that it seems that, you know, we either have, we have two different groups of kids. It seems like we have some that they're really in tune and they want to borrow the least amount that they can, you know, because they know they're going to have to pay it back. And then we have the ones that are kind of in la la land, so to speak, where they just, they're not really too concerned about it, Yep. you know, and it's, you know, when you're looking at, you know, paying almost $28,000 back on 24 that you mm-hmm. borrowed, I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot of money. It is. Yeah. And it adds up. And then, I mean, and that's a pretty generous, uh, 3.73, you know, I don't think yeah, a lot of the is, loans are is. that, Especially that low. When you're a private, if you're getting a private loan, it's yes. a lot higher. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And then just on top of, you know, to be honest, 24,000 is probably very low for a federal loan or bigger loans. Like they're going to get you for those 48, 50,000 student loans. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, so start doing the math on and, the, pers- the interest and yeah. Yeah. And a lot of these kids, you know, when they're, you know, they're getting ready to go off to school and they have to, you know, either accept or decline some of their financial aid. I mean, a lot of these kids, they didn't even apply for a loan and it's being offered to them and they're just going to take it. And yep. they don't realize the strings mm-hmm. that are attached mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. And now we're seeing in the media today, I think we've all seen in the paper online how this term student loan crisis is being thrown yes. around a lot. And I think it comes down to exactly this. Yes, I borrowed this much, mm-hmm. but I don't understand that mm-hmm. now that means I have to pay this much out of my budget. And maybe that means I don't get a new car when I get my first job. Yep. Or yep. Yeah, you have to live. You want to live. You want to mm-hmm. have a, a good lifestyle, style, so to speak. And, you know, you have to budget all that out. Yep. And it, it can be very draining. Yes. Very draining. Mm-hmm. And you have to pay our student loan back, of course. It's yeah. a loan um, and it doesn't have interest, which is excellent. But one thing that Jennifer does is it's calculated that you pay it back over a certain time frame. Yep. And mm-hmm. students know that ahead of time. If you borrow the full $40,000, your payment will be $450 a month. $450 a month. And that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Or even if you know, you know that if you're borrowing the 24, I mean, that's 300 a month. And, you know, but like whenever, when I meet with the students and their families to do their loan closing, you know, I I always let them know you're never, you're never obligated to borrow our money any given semester. So you don't need it. If you had a great summer job and you don't need to borrow 3000 for the semester, you know, for the fall semester, you're not obligated to take it, Yep. you know, and, and just, you know, so you know what, the, you know, based on, you know, how much you borrow is whatever your payment is, you're not obligated to take those funds, yes. you know? And the good thing too, is that even though your monthly payment might be, it's substantial, it's not mm-hmm. nothing, of course, cause you borrowed money, but it's, done. You know, it's not going on for the next 30 years. Cause I'm paying $50 a month. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yep. it's gaining interest. Yeah. I want to reiterate that. Cause I, I've used it, the Whitney loans. And then I know my brother had taken some yep. Whitney loans and both of us, I think handled that a little differently, but yes, you both did. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I won't say what, how that turned out, but, um, 
it's a hundred percent right. Cause like I, um, I didn't really need it every semester, but I was playing football and it's like, I couldn't really work during school. So it was nice to have, Oh, well, like my car broke down and I was like, well, I need, you know, I need some cash to, you know, get a vehicle. And so there it was. And Mm -hmm. is that the best way to use it? I don't know, but you know, it it was there and and it's, I didn't have to use it, but but it was a school mm -hmm. expense. Yes. Yep. You know, and that's part of it. So one of the things with our student loan, when you receive your, uh, when a student receives a loan from our foundation, the funds are distributed to the student. Um, And the reason for that is that not everybody needs to use those funds to pay for their tuition to the school. You know, like you've got living expenses associated Mm -hmm. with that. You've got to pay for your room and board. Maybe you're paying your own car insurance. Um, You've got to buy your books. Um, And those expenses are, those are school expenses. Um, I like to tell a lot of students, you know, that, you know, maybe you're going to be a teacher and you're going to be spending some time in a classroom. Well, you need to dress appropriately. You know, maybe you're going to be a nurse and for nursing school, it's quite expensive. You know, you've got to buy scrubs. You've got to buy certain shoes. You've got to pay for a stethoscope. Um, You know, there are a lot of outside expenses besides just paying for your tuition and fees directly to the school. So, you know, and, and in your situation, you know, you didn't need it right away, but you needed it. Yes. It's nice to have it, (laughs) you know, and and on that same note, you know, I've had um, a few years ago, I always tell students, you know, if you need to borrow money, which is inevitable for most students, when they go to school, you need to consider taking a student loan from Whitney. And then if you need to borrow additional funds, that's fine. But you should know that if you're approved for a loan with Whitney, you have that $3,000 or $2,000 every semester or every quarter to borrow first, um, before you borrow your interest bearing money. Mm -hmm. So you have the least amount, you know, the, the most amount with the least amount of interest. Yep. So, yeah, no, fantastic. And, um, I was, what else? Oh, I was going to say too, on the payback thing too. So, cause my brother and I both had different ways of paying that back. Uh, I would like to reiterate since you guys are local Sheridan County foundation, it's not like you guys have uh, big old dudes with baseball bats coming around, you know, calling, you know, calling, Hey, we're going to take you to collections. You haven't paid, you know, Whitney is very good on and Jennifer in particular about like, Hey, what's going on? You know, you haven't paid, you know, do we need to suspend a month? I am Um, until I'm not. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, then there's situations where, okay, we need to get a co you know, your co-signer, if there was Mm -hmm. one, you know, has to get involved. But anyways, versus a federal loan or some other loans, you know, Whitney's the Whitney benefits a lot easier to pay back, especially since in interest free, but in regards to like getting back on a plan and, you know, 50 bucks a month is pretty easy. Like really 300 bucks a month is pretty easy to do on a a loan payment plan. And not, you know, not everybody borrows the full 24. So not everybody's payment is 300 a month or 450 a month. I mean, I've got some students that they literally borrow the last year that they go to school. So they borrow $6,000. They've got a $90 payment because they borrowed 6,000. But, um, you know, like I said, like we said, the repayment starts six months after graduation, or if you leave school, if you don't graduate, you have to start paying back your loan immediately. Yep. Um, and then the amount that you have to pay back, it is based on what your balance is of whatever it is you borrowed. Um, you know, and for the most part, you know, most, most people that borrow from our foundation, they are excellent about making their payments every single month. Um, you know, then I have some that I'm sending quite a few letters to, and then, you know, we, we really don't use, um, a collection agency. We do have an attorney that does carry a big stick. He likes to say, (laughs) um, you know, and that's kind of, for me, you know, I try to work with students as most, as much as I possibly can. Um, if they're having, if there's a situation I like, I, 
it's nice that when people approach you about that before it snowballs and it gets bad before we end up having to turn somebody over for collection with our attorney. But um, we have a pretty low delinquency rate, you know, and for the most part, people are, yeah. they're great. Yeah. They're great. I was just about to ask, you know, how frequently does that happen? And I would imagine not very often. Not, not yeah. very often at all. I think that um, I only have, I think I have one student that I've turned over in the last few months for collection. Um, a lot of times, um, it's amazing to me that I, you know, I send those collection letters out to the student and their co-borrowers. We do require all students to have two co-borrowers except for some special situations. And um, it always amazes me, the, the co-borrowers that kind of turned a blind eye until they get that letter from an attorney. And then all of a sudden, oh, I had no idea. Yeah, this is for real. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> they really do owe that money, you know? And yeah, you, you co-signed, so you owe that money too. So... And I think that any student, when they're getting a student loan, you're 18, maybe you just graduated from high school. You don't really have all this budget figured out yet. Right, it's right. good to have those co-borrowers, hopefully to guide you through yes. it. And then what a better person to talk to than Jennifer. You can call our office and maybe she's at lunch. So you wouldn't be able to talk to her. We'll leave a message. But for the most part, mm -hmm. she's mm -hmm. almost always available. Yeah. If you have a federal loan, you try to call somebody to talk to them about your loan. You're probably going to oh, yeah. go through 10 different. Yeah. And uh, different people every exactly. time and when it's just Jennifer every time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is nice. Yes. Yeah. And she, yeah. she doesn't bite. <laughs> I, well, not usually. Um, you know, so what, once somebody has a, so do you mind just, well, how about I walk through the student loan process? Yeah. I was just about okay. to say, yeah, let's, it's, let's, let's, uh, you just graduated high school yeah. and got your GED and yeah. So, um, so you're a recent high school graduate, graduate, um, or you're in the process of you're going to graduate in a month or so. So we have two different, um, kind of time periods where I open up the application online, um, where, so April 1st to September 1st or October 1st to March 1st, depending on when you want to apply. Um, we do not have an age limit that a student needs to apply. I mean, you could be 18 getting ready to graduate. You could be 30 and deciding you're going back to school and you can apply. So, um, so the first step would be you have your current high school or your final high school transcript sent to our office or your college transcript sent to our office and you go online to our, um, our website and you apply for whatever type of loan you're, you're intending to go to school for, whether you're going to Sheridan College, UW, you're going to school out of state. We, we do not require students to go to the school in state. Uh, maybe you're online um, or maybe you're going to a vocational school. So maybe you're going to go down to Laramie and you're going to go to WyoTech or maybe you're going to go to underwater welding school in Seattle or cosmetology school or you're going to go to graduate school, um, which typically anymore, a lot of graduate school students, they are online, you know, with the yep. exception of students. I actually I have had a, um, somebody going to law school and they did it online, um, but maybe you're going to UW for law school or you're going to med school or PT school. So everything starts online on our website. Um, like I said, students are, and it's a, it's a very simple application in my opinion. Um, I think you probably felt it was fairly easy, Aaron, when you went through it. I mean, I might be old enough where it was paper. I don't know. That it was. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to look, but, um, it was you know, 10, that was, uh, it would have been 10 years ago, 11 yeah, years you were ago. Paper then. Yep. You were paper. <laughs> you were paper. You were one of the last papers I'm sure. But, um, 
you know, we don't ask a lot, too much information. You know, we want obviously your name, your address, where you're going to school, what you're planning to major in. Um, you know, are you going to get any other funding? And that's not because that's going to hinder what you can get from Whitney. It's just because we're nosy and we like to know. Yeah. <laughs> um, we do require the student to have two co-borrowers. Yep. Um, and then we require them to, the student and their co-borrowers to upload their tax information for the previous year. Um, the one stipulation that we do have for undergraduate and vocational loans, um, if you're the under, under the age of 24 is that the student and their co-borrowers have to have an adjusted gross income of under 200000 from the previous year. Um, students that are over the age of 24 or in graduate school, we do not, um, we don't add the student and the co-borrower information or their parents, and it would be their parents' income. So gotcha. um, not all co-borrowers are parents. Right. Um, some co-borrowers, you know, if you're over the age of 30, then we do allow for students to just have their spouse be their co-borrower. Um, and then that is the, and one of the exceptions to having one co-borrower. Um, but you know, we have some kids not, you know, some family dynamics are different, you know, so maybe we have grandparents, aunts, uncles, family, friends, siblings sometimes, you know, and we just kind of roll with whatever we need to. Yep. Case by case. So, a little yeah. Bit. Yeah. So then they, um, once they've uploaded all of their information and filled out all the required info, um, they submit their application to us and then I process the loan. And, you know, I look at their, um, grade point average from high school, which is re required as a 2.5. Um, or if they've been in college, it's a 2.25 cumulative for when they apply for the loan. Um, and then I do run credit reports on the student and their co-borrowers. Um, and then if they have a combined um, credit score of 675 or higher, then um, we are able to, if they've also met the grade point average, then I meet with our executive director, Patrick Henderson. Uh, we discuss the loan and typically we approve them. Yeah. If their um, combined credit score is less than a 675, um, then we are obligated to uh, refer that loan to our board of trustees to approve or to deny the loan. Gotcha. Uh, we very seldom deny student loans. Just, I was just about to ask that, you know, how frequent that is. And then how long does that usually take then? So say they got it in on April 1st. Oh, the old question. How long am I until I'm going to know? <laughs> you know, um, if, okay. So if you turn, if a student is a current high school student, then I can pre-approve their loan. And typically I'm not real busy processing applications until the middle end of July is when it starts to get crazy. But students that usually get everything turned into me, I process them pretty quickly, yeah. usually within a week or two weeks. Gotcha. Um, the students that are, have not yet graduated from high school, or if they're currently in college and they're applying for um, grad school, if they have not yet graduated, then we pre-approve them pending their graduation from high school or their, their graduation from gotcha. college. Yeah. Cause so. you'll need your, their transcripts yes. and all that stuff. Yes. Yep. I got to make sure that they actually are going to graduate. Gotcha. So usually, you know, a lot of students, you know, I try to encourage them to get it done as quickly as they yes. can. Um, we're not really crazy. Um, but if you yeah. turn, I know this because I'll answer the phone and everyone asks, well, when's my application coming through? And if you turn it in later towards the middle or the end of July, that's crunch time. So Jennifer's yeah. processing so many loans at that time. It could be three or four weeks yeah. before right. you get yours done. And I know that for a lot of students, they say, oh gosh, I'm going to be at school already. Well, we're going to do as best as we can. Yep. But our recommendation is getting yeah. Poor, yeah. poor planning on your part is yes. not an emergency yeah, I was gonna say, for me. Be prepared. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, I mean, really, it's amazing to me the phone calls that we will get or even the emails we will get in the middle of August and the deadline is in two weeks and they have literally not even started an application. And we're like, you're leaving for school in like a week or so. And you don't know how you're paying for school. Yeah. 
I mean, let's get the ball rolling, you know, and we, it's not like we're some, we're not a secret. You know, I go to the, I go to the high school, I go all the high schools and, you know, I've been known to go out to Sheridan College before and, um, you know, our program, I mean, we put it out there. Yeah. So. Yep. Well, you're on here now, so it's yeah, like no, ex- no excuse now. We're really going to be busy now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, and Jennifer says to get your loan in early, even if you're not sure, am I going to get more scholarship money over the rest yeah. of the summer? Am I going to get more funding in that I don't know about and, when I graduate? Put in the application now because you're not obligated to nope. take the money. Nope. Once you're in the in the loan program, um, you students are not required to reapply every single semester or every year. Once you're in, you're in. So a lot of times when students are putting on their application that they're going to be in school for two years, you know, I'll reach out to them and say, Hey, are you planning to continue on after this two years? You know, if you're going to a junior college, are you planning to go to a university? Oh yeah. Well then let's change how we're doing your loan so that your loan is set up for the next four years versus just these two. Cause otherwise you would have to reapply, you know, but like, like Sarah said, it is a nice, nice benefit to know, Hey, I, you know what? I got this really awesome scholarship for this semester or for this school year. I don't really need this money. Well, that's fine. You do not have to take it, but we do require them to be a full-time student and they do have to maintain at least a 2.25 GPA every single semester, not, not for their cumulative, but every semester, full-time student. And yep. 2.25. when you're in, when you're in yes. school, yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And you know, I'm, Unfortunately, you know, there are some students that they just are not equipped to be in school. Yep. And, you know, we can only limp them along for so long. Yeah. <laughs> you know. That's okay. That's a life experience it, some, it some need to have. It is. It really is. And maybe you don't know until you try. Yep, until yeah. you try. Yep, yeah. exactly. Absolutely. It's different for everyone. Yep. No, absolutely. That was great. Well, that was a great rundown of how it works. Yeah. Do yeah. it early. Yeah. Every semester <laughs> they have to provide to me their proof of enrollment and their um, an official transcript for the next term. And then we're able to get them some funding if they need it. If you, yep. If, you if need they it, need yep. it. If they need it. Wonderful. Is there anything else we missed in the student loan? Oh, there's always something. There's always more. Um, <laughs> you know, you know, there, there's deadlines. I mean, like there's deadlines for everything. There's deadlines that if you're a current student that, you know, you need to let me know, are you able, are you going to need to borrow funds? You know, these kids that are in school right now, they needed to let me know by October 1st if they needed to borrow money or not. Um, and so, you know, I'm kind of a glorified babysitter in some respects, yep. you know, starting in August, you know, if I haven't heard from some students and I start bugging them every week, do you need money? Do you need money? Do you need money? And, um, it's amazing the kids that don't respond. <laughs> hopefully they just didn't need money. Yeah. And yep, if they don't need yep. the money, that's fine. I don't care. And you know, that's how a lot of times I find out if they've left school or not and they have to start repayment. Mm. Cause then, cause then you track them down. And I do. It, yep. I track yep. them down. I have a stick too. Wonderful. Um, well, if I know, if I have a question, I'll ask it, but I think let's, since Whitney benefits has the other two missions, let's talk about those. Yeah. Um, so the community center, um, you know, so that's pretty vague from his will and he must've been a very forward thinking person, but what has that been historically for Whitney benefits, you know, the community YMCA. center, the YMCA. the YMCA. Awesome. Anything else that, uh, other than the YMCA or has it been pretty much the YMCA? It, pretty much it, it was the YMCA. Okay. And then, you know, we um, helped establish the ice rink. Um, oh, that's right. Yep. Ice mm-hmm. rink. And then we have our, 
our park, Whitney Commons, which is a oh, that's beautiful right. park, beautiful park located right by the YMCA. Wonderful. Um, so yeah. And if anyone's that lives in Sheridan area, I mean, the YMCA has grown recently with the new pool and the slide and the water park. And then obviously Whitney Commons is great in the summertime. And then, uh, yeah, then the ice rink of course, uh, was also a Whitney benefits. Um, so, uh, you know, community center. So very broad. So of course, you know, YMCA that fits into the community center, ice rink community center, and then the park. Is there anything coming up, uh, in the near future for Winnie benefits? Not, not community center wise. Okay. No. How does that, um, how does that usually work? Is that kind of a, a Patrick thing or, um, it's a okay. board thing. Board so thing. We okay. have a board. We have 13 tr- uh, trustees okay. that volunteer their time to be on our board. And if you have an idea or something, you go to the board and... Right. And everything kind of filters through our office first. Um, You know, we guide them through Patrick and then Patrick leads the way. Um, He's our executive... Patrick Henderson's our executive director. Um, Roy Garber, he is the president of our foundation. Tom Bellis is the vice president of our foundation. Um, Like I said, we have 13 board members. Um, Those guys are all on the board. Um, They're elected by their local school districts. So districts one, two, and three. Gotcha. Um, we have one trustee from district one or excuse me, from district three, that is Robert Prusak. And then we have two trustees from district one. So Roy Garber and Sam Scott, and then the remainder of our trustees are all from Sheridan County school district two. Um, and I would imagine that's kind of a population type ratio type deal. Yep. It is, it is. And, um, they're all very involved. Um, did you want me to go through the list of who's on our trustee, who are trustees? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I mentioned Roy Garber, Tom Bellis, um, Everett McLaughlin. Um, I'm sure anybody that is, um, familiar with Sheridan High School and Sheridan College knows Everett McLaughlin. Yes. He's a very familiar face with the Booster Club. Um, so Everett, um, Dr. Stephen Holst, he is on our board. Brandy Blue, uh, Cameron Duff, Nadine Gale, Doug Hockett, uh, Senator Dave Kinski, Kim Love, uh, Pam Peldo, Robert Prusak, and as I mentioned, Sam Scott. Wonderful. So it's a real diverse group. Yes. Yeah. No, that's a wide range okay. of different uh, um professions there too and, and age groups and no, that's yes. awesome. Yeah. Which is what you want. You want a real diverse group yes. when, you have a, when you have a foundation like that, which, um, one thing I wanted to mention that Sheridan, um, Whitney benefits was the first educational foundation in the state of Wyoming. Oh, wow. Yeah. We should have let off with this, that. I know. I think it's really interesting, <laughs> but, um, so our board meets once a month. We also have a lot of breakout committees, um, that our board members are also involved with. Like we have an education committee. Um, we had an advisory board, um, Drawing a blank. Oh no, What's, we have. So we what? Have what are those? Do, what do those do? Technology. Um. So like education. I mean, we obviously we talk first and foremost a lot about student loans. You know, I mean, our student loan program. So, you know, when we, you know, if we need to make a change in the student loan program. I was just about we, to say, like the price, do we need yeah, to increase the, yes. the, how much we borrow yeah, or, or yep. the mm-hmm. adjusted gross income, um, residency requirement, anything like that. You know, we meet as we, the education found, um, community will meet first and then that would be referred to the, um, to the actual board, um, at one of their meetings, if a decision, if something needed to be changed and then the board would vote on it. Gotcha. This episode is brought to you by Alpha Graphics of Sheridan, the premier resource for businesses looking for professional printing and marketing services. They specialize in large format printing, promotional items, brand strategy, and many more aspects that benefit any business. We've used Alpha Graphics for our business cards, stickers, and our big Go Be Wild banner in our studio. Give them a call today at 307-674-6277 or visit them at 1235 North Main Street here in Sheridan, Wyoming. 
the same thing with our other committees too. We have a finance and investment committee. And of course, Whitney has their corpus of funds that then we distribute out of every year, whether we're distributing through Whitney Commons at the park, through student loans, or even to Sheridan College. To Sheridan and College. so the finance and investment committee heads up what the investments look like right. to do their fiduciary duty. There's so many checks and balances in place that keeps Whitney's funds growing so that it Absolutely. can be used for future yep. generations. <laughs> yeah, if you don't have money, you can't, you can't do anything. Yeah, I can't do it. Hand it out. <laughs> well, wonderful. No, that's great. Um, so that's the community side that Whitney's been a part of. So the YMCA, Whitney Commons, the ice rink. Um, so if someone has a great idea, you run it through them and see if, if it'll see be if, a fit. Yeah, if, if Whitney's interested or if not. It would be a fit. Um, for the most part, a lot of the things that we do through for the community are run through Sheridan College. So Sheridan College is a part of them, like the Wild Theater. You know, um, Sheridan College is very involved with the Wild Theater. Right. So we're not able to do a lot of gifting directly to different um Right, entities. direct to, yep, to a it project. Has to run yep, through Sheridan College. Right, absolutely, and that probably leads right into the third one of his will was. Uh, ag school, which is, you know, Sheridan College now is an extension of the University of Wyoming as well for ag. Um, what, uh, um, I'm trying to think, I can't say it off the top of my head, but Whitney has obviously, I think there's a Whitney Hall at yeah, Sheridan with, College. Uh, yeah. Whitney, okay. uh, Edward A. Whitney Academic Center. Yep. Okay. So, awesome. Um, actually the land that Sheridan College sits on, Whitney actually donated that land to Sheridan College to establish Sheridan College back in the late forties. Awesome. And it's interesting because Whitney has contributed, I have here, over $87 million to Sheridan College since 1959. Wow. And then, of course, that land before then. They've, most recently, Whitney has granted a million dollars to the Allied Health Project, where they're building and renovating the Allied Health building. Which Allied Health College. encompasses nursing and dental hygiene. It's going to be... It's going to be a fantastic yes. remodel. And of course, the CNA program, which is mm -hmm. a huge benefit to the community. A lot of non-traditional students enrolled mm -hmm. in that, definitely. And many, you mentioned already, Aaron, many buildings out at Sheridan College may have the Whitney name on them. We have their, some dorms. Yep. And then we also have, of course, the Academic Center. We have the Whitney Center of the Arts out at Sheridan College. And that's, uh, of course, due to the fact that Whitney has contributed a lot of funding sure. to help build those. Well, that's great to hear about the Allied Health because that CNA program, the dental hygienist program is very, very, the nursing huge, too is huge here for students. And then, of course, just for the local economy, you know, keeping professionals here. Um, so that's amazing. That's, I did not know that, but um, that's a crazy number. Number, 87 million it's since 1959. It's a lot. Um, um, it's being born and raised in Sheridan. Um, I left when I went to school and then I came back, but it's been interesting since I was a kid to see the evolution of how Sheridan College has changed. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just, it's really, it's something else. And, and one of my daughters went to school out there for two years. And when she went out there and she took a tour, you know, with some students that were currently attending, she was really blown away. She loved it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a very impressive campus. Mm -hmm. It's gorgeous. They yeah. do a great job keeping it up and they are up with the latest and greatest with a lot of the technology and it's something to see. I mean, I would highly encourage anybody that if you haven't been out to Sheridan College to just go take a tour. Mm -hmm. It's very nice. Yeah. And it continues to grow 
grow. You know, obviously, you know, the, those programs are getting another boost. Um, we just had president tribally in here talking about manufacturing. And I mean, that's, that's a side of the college that's probably continued to grow as well. Um, so I mean, Sheridan college is doing, you know, uh, amazing things. So yeah, I highly recommend that. Absolutely. Um, anything else that, uh, we're missing there? I guess the the first thing that I think of in Sheridan college is Whitney's legacy grant. And so we're right in the middle of our legacy grant that started um, a few years ago. It was, was $11 million over a five-year period, and it encompassed agriculture, was a big part of the legacy grant, as well as machine tool welding, diesel tech, music, theater. We mentioned the CNA program, arts, computer coding, career and technology recruiting, marketing, mentoring, really encompassing about every aspect of the college, trying to grow these programs which I think is really important and how it benefits the community. It doesn't get talked about enough. A lot of times we think of, oh, here we are, the college is out there. It's not really has anything to do with us, but all of those arts programs that they hold are available to the public. And then like you mentioned earlier, Aaron, these programs are equipping people then to work in our local economy. Yeah. Yep. It's funneling into the industry. Absolutely. When did that start? When was that? The legacy grant started in, oh gosh, I'm trying to remember. I think Three it's- Three years ago? Yeah. So it must've been 2019. 2019? Mm-hmm. Yes. You that's know, we have first, some really impressive local businesses now. We've got Emit, we've got VacuTech, we've got Weatherby. I mean, those are, you know, L&H Industrial, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, Craftco. They need people that can weld, you know, they need people that are, you know, know about machine tool and, you know, even diesel techs, you know, I mean, out at the mines. I mean, those are, those are really, really great jobs, you know? Yep. And you need somebody who knows what they're doing when you hire them to work in those positions. So, you know. And, and, uh, so I've had all those businesses in here for those manufacturing. And one thing too, to add on top of that is, um, if they can't find local people with those skills, then they're trying to bring people here. And as we know from being here, uh, the winners can be rough for some people and they won't like it. And it's like, well, why not have local professionals that can do those jobs that want to be here? Um, and you know, then there you go. Then you've got great, yeah, great wanna, paying jobs. Yep. You want to stay here. And that's, yes. I think the goal. I mean, you know, we live in the day and age with a lot of kids that, you know, especially, you know, you talk to most kids that are a junior or a senior in high school right now and they're planning their escape. You know, they can't get out of Sheridan fast enough, yes. you know, and then you know, <laughs> give them a few years and, you know, they realize this is a great place. Mm-hmm. It's a great place to live. It's a great place to come back to. You know, it's a yep. great place to start going to school too, if, if you're so inclined. Yes. So. Yep. No, I, I look back and, you know, I didn't really leave that far away, but looking at Sheridan college and how it's grown, it's like, man, that, that would have been nice. You know, and I, I understand that you got to grow and you got to build those programs, but the college has changed quite a bit in just even the last 10 years. And it's, um, you know, as a coach, I would probably recommend, Hey, if you don't know where to go, stay in your parents' house, you know, stay in the basement because rent's expensive, you know, go to Sheridan college for two years and then, you know, plan your escape somewhere else. Well, they've got some top notch educators yes, out there. Yep. They really mm-hmm. do. And, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, kids in our communities are very community are very fortunate because they can attend college, you know, they can take college classes yep. while they're going to high school, they can really, you know, they can get some college credit and they can experience what it's like to take a college class, Mm -hmm. you know, and they, I think a lot of kids take advantage of that every single year. And not just, 
you could take the traditional academic, you know, so like undergrad or you get, you're getting the vocational school too, where some, like we were talking about, some don't want to go to school and it's like, well, vocational degree is not like traditional school. And that, that's exactly maybe what you're designed for. So, um, yeah, a lot of options there. So that's wonderful. That's great. Um, I'm just still blown away by the $87 million and that's probably not even counting uh, if we calculate an inflation on that from 1959. No, no that's a good point. So, so that's yeah. crazy. We're talking more numbers too in the financial year and our financial year runs from summer to summer. And so it's not our typical January year, right. but it's like a school year, correct? Yeah. And so one thing that we know is financial year 2021, Whitney Benefits donated over $5 million to Sheridan College Wow! in that one year. So we're trying to continue to grow our community really, mm-hmm. and not necessarily uh, grow in the sense of numbers, but really grow our programs, grow our resources so that we have what our community needs. Yep. Here. That's wonderful. No, that's great. Um, let's see here. Well, uh, Jennifer kind of already hit on it, but if she wants to answer it again, uh, what makes working for Whitney Benefits so enjoyable? So you've been there 13 years. Mm-hmm. You kind of already gave a great explanation, yeah. but if you have another one, go right ahead. You know, honestly, I get to live vicariously through some really awesome kids. You know, we have some students that, you know, I got to know you, you know, mm-hmm. you're a great guy. I mean, I, you know. You don't have to say I, that just since you're sitting here. <laughs> you know, but I get to see some really great kids and they do really great things. And, you know, for the most part, students that get a loan through our foundation are very grateful, but, you know, they, they travel, they, they do fun things. They're helping the community. I mean, I've got doctors, lawyers, you know, teachers, you know, and they're just, They're good people. And I, you know, I know it's a student loan and they have to pay it back, but I also feel like I get to be a part of helping them with school. And, you know, I grew up with two parents that were teachers and coached athletics all through my childhood. I mean, they, they, I, that's how I ended up in Sharon, Wyoming. My parents came here to teach back in 1970 and, um, you know, was really blessed to have grown up with that kind of a childhood, you know, with my parents being involved in the community, like I said, coaching and teaching. Um, Would I have ever been able to be a teacher? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But I really love working with students, you Mm -hmm. know, of all ages, you know, whether it's somebody that's right out of high school or it's somebody, you know, and they're almost 50 and they decided that they are ready for a second or third career. You know, it's really it's really gratifying yeah. and it's, it's really enjoyable. Wonderful. So I love it. I love doing yeah. it. It's yeah. never, there's never a dull moment. And it's never the same thing. So, you know, it's, it's cool. I yeah. like it. Wonderful. Sarah. Yes. Oh, my time at Whitney, I think pales in comparison to Jennifer's with her 13 years. I've been there. It'll be three this spring. So slowly, slowly creeping up. There. <laughs> um, I actually came from healthcare and so it's a whole new world for me being in the nonprofits, but I've loved it. I love seeing how Whitney, can benefit the community and all the different areas that we're involved in. Like Jennifer said, it's a new thing every day. It's always staying fresh and it's really enjoyable. Whitney's also such a small office despite having so much funding and our large board of trustees. There's really only a handful of us that are working there and it's really enjoyable to be able to work in that kind of an environment where you're really making a difference in the community. Yeah. Yeah. We are small. So we have four full-time staff members and then we've got Sarah. Sarah works in our office three days a week. Um, and then over at our park, I mean, we don't, but we have three full-time staff members over at Whitney Commons, you know, 
So it's, you know, and they also do the maintenance down at Whitney Plaza where our office is located. So, you know, we're pretty small. Yeah. Pretty small. Small town local. Yeah. It's, it's great though. You know, and it's, you know, I'm at a point now where, you know, like I said, I've got two kids in college. And I go to these financial aid nights all over in Sheridan, you know, in Sheridan County and I even over in Johnson County. And I know so many of those kids and their families. And it's just, it puts another spin on it for me. You know, Mm -hmm. it really has the last four years have really, that's been really interesting because I really know some of those kids. And, you know, for some of those people, it's like, oh, wow, I didn't know that about you. But, um, you know, for (laughs) some of these kids, it's really, it's really, really been interesting. Yeah. Um, And fun, really fun. You know, I mean, we're, you know, we're always, education is forever changing. You know, things are always new and it's never the same. So it's, it's really been fun to have a front row seat and be able to partake in, in that a lot. Wonderful. So. Love that. Love all those answers. Um, well, before I kind of recap everything, is there anything I missed or anything you guys wanted to promote for Whitney benefits for the end of the year? Um, this is your soapbox right <laughs> now. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my big thing right now, and I think Sarah's too, that we've really been working on, um, one of the committees that we have in our, our, um, through our foundation is Whitney scholars. Um, and one of the things that we're working on, um, is just trying to get these kids educated and helping them plan for their future. Mm. Um, you cannot start too soon in doing that, in my opinion, and I'm sure Sarah would absolutely agree. Um, you know, even if you're only a freshman or a sophomore, start planning for your education. Um, start taking advantage of the things that your local school is offering in terms of educating yourself and your parents for planning for college. Um, you know, the the local high school, Sheridan High School in particular, you know, they offer a lot. Um, and, and I know Johnson County, I was just over there last night, last week, one night um, for a financial aid planning night. Um, you know, they offer FAFSA workshops. Um, they offer workshops to make, you know, to f- complete scholarships. Um, you know, so take advantage of as much information and participating in as much of that as you possibly can. Um, I know Sheridan High School also has been doing, you know, mock interviewing with kids, you know, helping them fill out, you know, create a resume, fill out a job application, you know, what it's like to, um, you know, go on a job interview. But um, take advantage of as much of that as you possibly can. Do not wait until the last minute. Um, You know, when you're a senior, um, you should already know, really, you know, by by. January of your senior year, you should really have a great idea. I know that you can't really apply for a lot of scholarships until after Christmas for the most part, Mm -hmm. but you know, fill out as many applications. It's not fun. It's horrible. (laughs) You know, Um, it's, you know, my, my daughters and I, our, our relationship survived and they both came out ahead with a lot of scholarships, but you have to put the work in, you know, at the end of March, if you're asking about, you know, applying for scholarships, it's kind of late, you know, um, you know, and yeah, I, I do work for a foundation and we do student loans, but you know, I'm not just promoting, you know, applying for a student loan with our foundation. You know, I really, students need to, you know, really put some work in to apply for college and, you know, to get the best result as far as how they're going to pay for that, you know, it's right. different for everybody. And, and I know that, um, you know, in speaking with our local high schools, um, it's a real struggle just getting that information out there and having people take advantage of it, but they have a lot of information and I just cannot say enough good things about, you know, the school counseling offices at all of our high schools in Sheridan Mm -hmm. and Johnson County. I mean, those people have so much information and they are willing to help kids with, with whatever you just have to 
ask for it. Yep. So take advantage of it. Yep. So that would be, that would be my soapbox, you know, just plan, 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 and do not wait until the very last minute. <laughs> I think that's a good life lesson in anything you do. I would totally agree with you. I would totally agree with you. You know, I mean, be proactive. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's your future. You're planning your future. So, so be an active participant in it. Awesome. Sarah, anything to add on that? Oh, I agree. I think that's really important. One other cool thing that we're doing at Whitney is we're trying to connect more with the individuals in our community who maybe had a student loan in the past. Mm. So just highlighting the difference that they're making in our community. I think it's really cool to see that not a lo- not only did these students get students loans from us, maybe to go to school, but also just utilizing other resources in our community. Maybe they got other scholarships and just seeing how they're able to pay it forward in the community. Maybe they're involved in some nonprofit work or board work, or they're really establishing themselves as far as offering new businesses or things like that to the community. And it's really encouraging to gather those stories. And then our goal is hopefully incorporate that into telling the students who are maybe in our program right now or getting students to know about student loans saying, Hey, look, this is what your future could look like. Right. This is the change that people are making. In our awesome. Community. Yeah. It's cool to see. Which is, yeah. And that's a visual, a great visual for kids to see too. You know, it gives them something to look forward to or have an idea of what that looks like. Yeah. And I think that it makes a difference when a lot of them information that is available or that kids are hearing, it's not coming from their parents necessarily. Um, as a mom, I'm dumb. I mean, my kids will probably tell you that, you know, (laughs) but you know, other kids, you know, when kids are talking to other adults and they're hearing the same thing come from somebody other than their parents, then they kind of like, you know, that light bulb goes off and like, oh, well, maybe my mom or my dad really didn't know what they were talking about. Or maybe I really should start doing that. Mm -hmm. I think that it's very important. And I think it's important when students have, you know, positive influences in their lives, whether it's a coach, you know, or a teacher or just, you know, an employer or somebody that's actively helping them make a plan Yeah. for their, fut- for their future. Mm-hmm. So wonderful. That's great stuff. Well, it is. And, and that's, that's one thing that's really, one thing that's a little bit disappointing to me sometimes is that as parents, we do too much. And it's just natural. It's just how we are. You know, we're ingrained to do that for our kids and, you know, to always provide more for our kids than we had for ourselves. And um, I think that we we almost we do too much. And, you know, at some point we got to let our little birds fly out of the nest. And, you know, and that's what I always you know, and that's one thing that I've really noticed, you know, that I me personally, but also at my at our office is it's like these kids, it's their future. It's their student loan. It's their college education you know, or their vocational education. I mean, they're the ones that are going to school. So they need to be an active participant and not, Mm. and as parents, we can't do it all for them. Right. So wonderful. No, that's great. Well, I, uh, I certainly learned a ton. Uh, we're almost at to 50 minutes there. So that's great. No, that's about perfect timing. That's where you want to be. Um, I want to recap a couple things just on Whitney benefits and the three, three big points of, uh, Whitney's will that kind of started everything. Uh, so 1927 is when it started 10 years after he died. Um, and it was the first, uh, education foundation in Wyoming, um, which is pretty crazy, but Whitney was pretty ahead of his time. He did, uh, I'll grab Very. that book from you guys. And, yes. um, he, yeah, he, uh, maybe I should do a, like a, uh, like a history of Whitney. Cause he did some crazy stuff. It that, would be, you know, and do you know Sam Western? I think I've Are ran into him. I've ran into him. Um, now he's, he's Cyrus Western's dad, yes. correct? Yes. yes. So I've had Cyrus on before and I, uh, so I need to get 
Sam is a character and um no free shout out Sam so if you're hearing no this you got you got to come Sam. on the show now. <laughs> he absolutely needs to come on the show. Um he knows his stuff yes. about Mr. Whitney. That'd be I great. Mean, he's and he's an interesting guy to talk to anyway. I mean, you know Cyrus, so that's all I really have to say. <laughs> he got it from somewhere. Yeah. Um he would be really an interesting person for you to talk to about the history of Mr. Whitney. Yeah, cuz he was he was definitely ahead of his time in thinking and so. forward thinking. So mm-hmm. uh so anyways, first yeah. first education foundation in Wyoming. Uh, the big main parts, obviously, of that was one education, but interest-free education loans, um, community centers within Sheridan County, and then um, an ag school or just a, a, a college, a college um, in Sheridan, which uh, we kind of covered that. Um, let's see. Mr. Whitney was a banker. Yeah. Did you know that? Yes. Yeah. He was, he was a financial a guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, let's see. If you want to get in touch with the 13 trustees, you kind of named them all off. I know them all, but most of those, they're all local people. They're all going to, they'll call you back. You know, it's not like mm-hmm. they're, it's not like a secret board that's doing, you know, secret things in the community. You do not have a secret handshake. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, deadlines usually start around April for, you know, for graduating seniors and or really college. If you're already in college or if you're going back to college, probably around April, May, you should start getting a hold of Jennifer and Sarah if you want to go to school. Anytime though, anytime. I mean, I would yeah. encourage if anybody is interested or they want more information about applying for a student loan or just about our student loan program, contact us anytime. Yep. Anytime. The, and the sooner the better anyways, Absolutely. you know, and get the ball rolling. Absolutely. Um, you know, the, let's see for undergrad or vacation, it can be out of state, can be online. It doesn't, you know, it could be yep. wherever. Um, Let's see, 2.25 GPA. That's, that's what you have to maintain. That's pretty easy. Pretty you know, me as a coach talking like that's pretty, like you got to really try to get under a 2.25. <laughs> yeah. You have to really be trying hard. Um, let's see what else. Uh, last thing, just what Whitney has done. Um, let's see, you guys gave me, uh, you guys have loaned out to over 6,000 students, um, roughly $48 million. Um uh, over since 1959, Whitney benefits has done $87 million and that's not counting inflation. So it's probably like yeah. a big number. Um, and then since 2019, the legacy grant has been go- ongoing for the Sheridan college. Um, that's for their ag school, manufacturing tech arts, kind of, kind of the whole big shebang there. Um, am I missing anything? I think you hit the high points. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think, no, I think you covered a ton. How can, oh, let me do this. How can people get in touch with Whitney benefits? Um, and if like, if they want to get start uh, student loans and stuff, Um, how do they reach you? They can call me, um, 307-674-7303. They can email me. I know a lot of students don't like to talk to people anymore. Um, (laughs) so they can email me at, uh, student loans at WhitneyBenefits.org. Um, our website is www.WhitneyBenefits.org. All of our contact information is on our website as well as, um, how you would uh, fill out a request form to use the park um, and then how you apply for a student loan. The link to apply for a student loan is on our website. Tons of information on our website um, about Whitney Commons, about our student loan program, about everything we've done over the years. Um, Some cool pictures of Mr. Whitney. You got Um, the Whitney scholars on here. Yep. Yep. Student loan portal. (laughs) Oh yeah. All the things. Yep. All the things. A lot of things. 
Um, also, our office is located at 145 North Connor, uh, suite number one. Um, so we're down located by, in Whitney Plaza by the ice skating rink. Yep. Uh, we're right across the street from uh, Cowboy State Bank's uh, shared location and the school district two administration building. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a great central location. Yep. Close um, to downtown. Can't yep. miss it. Yep. yep. We are not at Sheridan College. Some people think we are. We're not. <laughs> uh, we have our own. We're located there. So, yep. yeah, I mean, we're open, you know, we're open five days a week for the most part. Um, so, yeah, stop in. We don't close during the lunch hour. So. Wonderful. Yeah. Yep. Well, get in touch with Jennifer if you're curious of getting a loan or um, I will say I completely forgot the football team used the park and I called you and be like, yeah. can we use the park? And you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. We, we were, uh, that was pretty funny because I was like, who do I call for that? But uh, no, that was yeah. great. We played uh, Ultimate. What do we do? Yeah. Ultimate yeah. Frisbee. Yeah. And then um, I actually, the Bronx Builders have did some painting for us this oh, last summer. See, yeah. there we go. All the programs giving back to each it's, other there. So, And that's, you know, what's nice about our community. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Nice. Well, Jennifer, Sarah, thanks for your time. And thanks for talking about Whitney benefits. For and us. Yeah, absolutely. This was great. I, really- even though I went through it, I learned quite a bit more about the, the foundation and everything else that you guys have going on. So I appreciate your time. That's a lot. Well, thank thanks you for, for having, having us. us. Yeah, absolutely. It's great.